Welcome to Arson, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. Arson contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you and enjoy this episode of Arson. Is she supposed to look so... green? No, you idiot. She's going to be sick. Oh, hell no. I do not want to see that. How about a little understanding? Shelby, you do remember your first time, right? Like it was yesterday. (sighs) Ew. Not what I meant. What? You asked. I meant your first time in the air. This was her first flight, after all. Yeah, yeah. Just retract your wings already. I don't want to. Well, you can't just keep them out. I hate that. Ugh, me too. It's not so bad. Do you think she can hear us? Probably. No way. Shut up. Please. Ah, she speaks. You can open your eyes now, Orly. We're on the ground. Just... give me a minute. (sighs) Okay. Okay. You'll feel better in a few minutes. I sincerely doubt that. Hey, where did your wings go? I retracted them. You can do that? Obviously. Does that... hurt? It gets easier. I thought fairy wings were always, you know, out. Well, you see, it's actually an interesting bit of fairy history. Fairies used to live solely on Earth. We used to exist in perfect harmony with humans, in fact. A little trick here or there, but those were the bad apples. Most of us were really quite pleasant. But humans grew afraid of us, weary of our powers. And eventually, we knew that if we wanted to survive as a species, we needed to be able to blend in, to remain unnoticed. So, we adapted. We changed. And eventually, we weren't born with our wings. Now they grow when we're around five years old and they are retractable. We survived like that for hundreds of years, until our ancestors found Lephrasia. We no longer had to hide in fear or blend in with humans. But our wings remain retractable. I'm actually surprised your parents never told you about that. She was a fairy, too. You're telling me that Anne Hathaway was a fairy? Of course she was. Shakespeare never would have been able to come up with all that on his own if his wife didn't show it to him. Well, she didn't have any wings. She can't be a fairy. Plus, she was normal people height. Fairies are, like, two inches tall. (laughs) Fairies have wings, darling. But they are hidden. And the whole two inches tall thing is a myth. One fairy, one time, shrinks down to play a prank on a human. And all of a sudden, that's what everybody thinks. 
Fairies are everywhere, Orly. Right here in front of you. Then let me see your wings. I'm afraid we can't do that here. Of course you can't, because it's not true. Why do you two keep telling me these stupid stories? Honey, they're not stories. They're your history. Last week, we did a family gene project in class, and while everyone was presenting about their family from Russia and Europe and Asia, do you know what I said? I said that my parents were fairies. We told you not to tell anybody, Orly. And I wish that I hadn't. What freaking fifth grader believes in fairies? They ripped me apart. I mean, I've always had bullies, but this is different. And it's all your fault. You two and your stupid fairy crap. Aurelie, please calm down, sweetie. We promise you we are telling you the truth. But humans don't understand. Don't call me Orly. It's Ellie. And I'm tired of this lying. I don't want to hear another stupid story about your made-up fairy life ever again. She needs to know the truth about us. But she's right, Luke. We can't keep telling her these things without proof. Her parents' words should be proof enough. Would that be enough for you? I see your point. What do we do then, Violetta? We wait until we can show her proof. Who knows how long that'll be? Then we wait. That's what's best for her. I hope you're right. I think they did try to tell me. I just never believed them. Why not? Because they were talking about the stuff of fairy tales and legends, and they never had an ounce of proof. Well, how's this for proof? Shelby gestured over the cliff's edge at the city below. Orly took careful steps towards the edge to glance at what they were referring to. Her eyes were met with a sight that was almost too magical for her to comprehend. The large village spanned miles and miles, as far in each direction as she could see. Cobblestone paths lit up with the same bright light in the fairy's eyes and spread throughout the town. Quaint stone and brick buildings covered in moss and foliage dotted the expanse. She glanced up and saw what seemed to be the source of the light for this town. It was not a sun, at least not any sun she'd ever seen. It was several small star-like lights dotting the sky, giving off the light of a brilliant sun. In the distance, she saw towering over the quaint town palace of white marble and golden trim that glistened in the light from the sun like stars. Wow. She's drooling. It's a beautiful sight. Sure is. Welcome to Lufresia, Orly. Ellie. I beg your pardon? Please call me Ellie. I haven't gone by my full name in years. Of course. So, do we take her to the king now? The king? You don't know about the king? This is so strange. A fairy with no knowledge of the fairy world. I am not a fairy. I am inclined to agree with her. She reeks of mundane. Because she lived among them for her whole life. Exactly why she is one. But technically, because of her parentage, she is a full fairy. 
She doesn't even have wings. And her eyes are not Faye at all. She's just a regular old Dane. What did you just call me? A Dane. It is what we call the humans, or non-magical folk. A.K.A. you. I wouldn't be so sure. What do you mean? She's shielded from my touch. Only fairies can do that. But why doesn't she have wings? Or the eyes. All things I'm sure Arson will be glad to explain when we arrive. But first, I can imagine you have an immense amount of questions. Frankly, I think it will be better for you to have an understanding before we present you to the king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Questions. I have those, yes. Then get on with it. Shelby. Nix. Perhaps this is a good time to present you with this. A letter? From your parents. What? How? They wrote it and gave it to me a few years back. They instructed me only to give it to you if anything were to happen to them. I had deeply hoped I would never see the day. You see, your parents were friends of mine. You knew them well? We all did. Only by letters, of course. We were your parents' Lafrisian contacts. We were working the same case, only they were working it from Earth. Case? Please read this letter. If you should still have questions afterwards, we will be happy to answer them. But for now, we will give you a moment of privacy. Dearest Orly, If you are reading this, something terrible has happened to us. And you are now living in a world without us. I know you might be feeling alone and full of questions. And we're truly sorry we weren't able to give you the answers while we were there with you. You are an extraordinary person, Orly. We are so proud of the woman you've become. We are so sorry that we can't be there for you now. By now you've met Kaylin, Nix, Shelby, and Dominic. Trust them, Orly. They are our friends, and have only ever had our best interests at heart. We so wish we could have explained this all to you in a way that you understood. We didn't know how to provide you with the proof you required. And because of that, it caused a rift between us that neither of us could properly fix. Please know that we never meant to hurt you by telling you the truth. And please know that we do not blame you for not believing us. But you must believe us now, Orly. We were sent to Earth to investigate a string of murders that were thought to be committed by the Unseelie. We had you here, and eventually this became our home. We didn't mind being the Lafrasian Earth Ambassadors. You are important in ways that we cannot explain to you, even now. But please know that your safety may very well mean the safety of Lafrasia itself. You're on your own now, my dear. And I know we raised you to be strong independent, and to take care of yourself. But please, know that you are never alone. Not even in your loneliest hour. We love you, Orly. Be careful who you trust, be careful who you love, and be careful who you believe. With love, always, your, your parents. parents. 
I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you. I love you, and I miss you so much. Are you okay? Yes. Thank you for keeping this letter safe. Of course. It's my job. My parents said you were trusted friends. I'm glad to hear they thought so highly of us. <laughs> you look like you're my age. How did you know them? They left Lufrisia over 70 human years ago. I was actually born the year after they left. <laughs> That's not possible. My parents were only like 50 years old, and you look like you're 25. Time moves differently here. Your parents were actually over 200 human years old. Shut up. Sorry if I upset you. No, I'm sorry. It's fine. It, that's just insane. I guess I really didn't know my parents at all. We spoke mostly through letters. But I knew more about your parents than I knew of my own. And they knew me. That's why they trusted me with that letter. They assured me that I wouldn't need to deliver it, but... I should have known they wouldn't write it if they didn't think you'd someday need to read it. Your parents meant a great deal to me. They were true friends. I'm sorry, Kaylin. For what? You lost them too. Do you have any other questions? Yeah, but I can't for the life of me think of any right now. <laughs> Wait! I do have a question. You said you were my guardian. Uh, have you always been, or did that just happen? You're my first individual target. Your parents were in the guard of Nyx for the first several years of their mission on Earth. Nyx was their contact. As we got older and the longer they were on Earth, the team grew. It was then Nyx and Dominic. Then I joined, then Shelby. I was promoted to the head of the guard a few years back. It wasn't until yesterday that I was asked to rescue you that I was assigned my very own target. Jeez. You say target like you're going to murder me or something. No, of course not. At least not yet. Can't fail the first day on the job. <laughs> hey, um, what mission were my parents on? That is a question probably better answered by the king himself. What's he like? The king? Yeah. Stern, confident, a tough but just ruler. He's been king of Lafrisia for a long time, like 80 Earth years. Wow. He must be really old. He's younger than your parents were. <laughs> I'm going to need a chart explaining the whole time difference thing. I'm sure Dominic already has one. They talked about you a lot in their letters. Your medical schooling, your job in New York... Your wretched high school boyfriend? The the drummer? What were you thinking? <laughs> oh, my god, my parents did not tell you about Jerry. <laughs> I feel like I know you, Orly. Sorry, Ellie. <laughs> it's not fair. What isn't? You know everything about me, and I don't know anything about you. Uh, any of you. Dominic, Shelby, Nix... There's not much to know about me. But if you want to know about them, once you get Shelby to start talking about herself, 
She does not stop. Good to know. How many of those things have you killed before? Unseely? Yeah. Well, considering this one got away, none. Well, that was your first time fighting one? I've never been to Earth before tonight. An Unseely cannot enter Lafresia. Has Shelby ever killed one before? Not before tonight. And trust me, we will never hear the end of it. Were you scared? Can you keep a secret? Mm, probably. <laughs> I was terrified. You seem so calm and collected. Amazing what training can do for you. I was scared, but I knew I had a job to do. I knew I had to protect you, and knowing that failing wasn't an option was enough to overcome that. So, how old are you? 28, technically. At around 10 months, a human baby starts to crawl, and at around 18 begins to speak. Down here, we can walk within four months and speak within a year. By four, we're fluent in English, and by six, we're fluent in at least two other languages. By eight, we're at the developmental age equivalent of a graduating high school senior in your world. And our average lifespan is 100 plus years here in Lafresia. And it's even longer on Earth. This is all a little strange. Maybe we should stop with the questioning for a little while? Yeah, maybe. You're staring at me. Sorry, I've just never been this close to a human. Well, technically, a fae from the mortal world. But it's strange. Gee, thanks. I just meant... Your eyes. They must have adapted on their own. Do you recall them ever glowing? Like yours? Yes. Nope. Just plain old green for me. So interesting. <clears throat> Sorry. That was unprofessional of me. Uh, my parents' eyes were normal, too. That's not actually true. They were devices called colored contacts. I believe that's what they called them, after the inhalators ran out. Oh god, my head hurts. We should stop. Too much of this can overwhelm you, and you need to be prepared to meet the king. But there's still so much that I need to know. We can continue, if you think you can handle it. You have a lot of scars. Is that a question? How did you get them? You remember how I healed earlier? Yes. I lost a good shirt for nothing, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> well, Fae heal incredibly fast. Even the deepest wounds, if it's not fatal, is nothing but a scar in a matter of minutes. But the downside is, every single wound becomes a scar. I get them from everything. The trade-off is worth it, I guess. But they are pretty ugly. I wouldn't say that. Well... I guess it's time. Time for what? Time for you to meet the king. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Michael Porteous, Ace Corsaira, Emily Buza, Wes Haas, Mariah Clausen, and Mike Crawford. This episode was edited by Brad Colebrook Griffin Coldiron and Mariah Clausen and featured the music of John Bartman. 
and I am Sophia Derisi. Want to stay up to date on all things Arson? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Arson Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners. <laughs>